everybody, welcome to this week's edition of This Woman Can. I am your host, Janice Sutherland, career strategist for the mid-career black woman. And this week I have an interview for you, an interview with Leonora Bab-Benjamin. She has done a number of career transitions, but I think the biggest one is from lawyer to hypnotherapist. And not even that, she's got five children to boot as she's going through a career transition. So grab your favorite cup of coffee, your favorite drink, as I always say, sit back, have a listen, and tell me what you think once you've listened to the interview. Take care. Hey everybody and welcome back to this week's edition of This Woman Can. I am your host Janice Sutherland, career strategist for the black woman over 40 and I'm a little curious about my guest this week and um, I'm looking forward to having the conversation and you'll hear why as I go through introduction. Now Leonora Bad Bab Benjamin is a clinical hypnotherapist registered with the National Board for Hypnotherapy and the National Board for, for Modern Psychotherapy. Leonora holds diplomas in clinical hypnotherapy and solution-focused hypnotherapy. Before becoming a clinical hypnotherapist, she was a qualified solicitor and after that a massage therapist, so quite varied. And as I said, it was as, as interesting and varied as these professions were. Leonora shared with me that they didn't that they don't compare with the immense feeling of satisfaction she receives from practicing as a cl- clinical hypnotherapist and being able to witness the change in people's lives. Now, I say I'm curious because for me, hypnotherapy was always a bit of a no-no. And the thing I know about hypnotherapy is usually the Paul McKenna, um, the TV hypnotherapists, where they get people to do things they wouldn't normally do in their real life. So I'm always very curious and always said to myself, Mm-mm, that's not something you would not catch me doing that. So I'm curious about this, Leonora. So welcome to this week's edition of This Woman Can. Mm, hello, thank you. Looking forward to this. Fantastic. So I've shared a little bit about your a little bit about your journey, your background, but tell us about how you got to where you are today. Sure, fine. Hello, everybody. I'm real honoured to be here on this fantastic show. Oh, where do I start? Um I left school and didn't know what I wanted to do. All I knew was that I love traveling and um, I've done that ever since. So I've fulfilled that um, ambition. I started working as a secretary and whilst working as a secretary, my boss saw something in me that made him decide that, you know, this role is too small for you. You need to do something more with your time, bigger, better, get out there and qualify as a lawyer. And bless him, he allowed me to work full time while studying in the evening. And sometimes I had like a day class. I, I started yeah. work late, but he still paid me the same. Um, so I did that in evening classes. I got my A-levels and then I eventually left that place and did my law degree because he's oh, you must become a lawyer. You must, you must. And so <laughs> I thought, hmm, it sounded like a good idea. So I went to South Bank Poly, good old South Bank Poly, and did law. And... Um, whilst doing law I uh, went I entered a competition um, and won 
where we went to work in New York, a group of us on a student exchange for a month. And that was absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. It really was. This will take another show to explain everything I did on that show. <laughs> but we did that. And on the back of that, I won a competition to work. And the prize was to work in the Lord Chancellor's office in his private offices. So I worked with them for a month. And then um, I started my training contract in BT. Okay. And um, qualified as a lawyer with them. And then uh, got married soon after, and then the little darlings came along and <laughs> stopped working and to look after them. And I did a few bits and pieces in between part-time stuff. And then um, in addition to that, I actually set up my own practice working from home. But then after my fifth child came, I decided that that was it. I didn't want to do law anymore now because it's getting quite expensive to practice as a sole practitioner. The insurance right. is really high. And so I started doing other things and um, doing some volunteering work as well because I deliver food to people twice a week. I started doing that, doing furlough. Mm -hmm. I was only meant to do it for about three months and three years later, I'm still doing it. Right. I also work for a charity that teaches um, English to refugees. So I was doing some teaching, but then stopped in the teaching. And I'm now a trustee of that charity um, with special responsibility for student services. So a mixed bag. Uh, yeah, a and, you said, and, did I and, and did I say Sorry. you had five children? Yeah. Fair play. OK. <laughs> All right. I'll leave that. I'll leave that with you. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and so, um, yeah, and uh, discovered hypnotherapy and was blown away by it all and decided I found my calling in life and here I am today. Excellent. So for the uninitiated, like I said, I had my own vision of what hypnotherapy is. But from, the, from your perspective and how you practice and what you do, explain for our listeners what hypnotherapy is and the benefits Okay, first of all, I'll tell you what it's not, because in your introduction, you said that you're a bit um, hesitant about it because yeah. you see what's on TV. And that's it, really. There's a lot of myths and misconceptions about it. People think that you would lose control, that you'll be doing things that's against what you think should be done. You'd be brought on stage to sing like a canary or bark like a dog or cluck like a chicken. And that's just for entertainment. That's not what we do. So that's what hypnotherapy is not. What it is, it's a powerful tool that uses your subconscious mind to help you overcome limited beliefs and limiting um, behaviors. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people go through life have uh, having a negative introspection from things. This is just how life has been for them. Yeah. And so what hypnotherapy does is retrains the brain to look at things positive so that you can become a better version of yourself in a nutshell. Fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. So mm. what, so, you know, you've, you've done a lot and you're still doing a lot. So what prompted? Yes. I suppose, this mid-career change at this stage of your life? I think it's because um, I was doing things that I didn't really want to do, basically, and um, of the vein that life is too short mm -hmm. and you really must get up and get out. And if it doesn't fit, change it. Yeah. So that's what prompted me to get out. I was doing things I didn't want to do. Why am I doing this? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah do yeah. things that I wanted to do from now on in. 
And I love that response because, you know, when you said at the top that um, that was your boss that recognized something in you and you went along with it, it wasn't necessarily your choice. It wasn't necessarily your choice. So, okay, he must see something I don't see. Um, so you go along and it's like even when we're, I suppose, definitely as, a, as, 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 as children of, you know, black parents and uh, immigrant parents, it's very much, the, you know, mm. quite often women are, we're, we're, we're put, we're directed, I don't want to say pushed, some occasions pushed, mm. but we're directed into careers that, as I always say, make their, make our parents look good. Not necessarily yeah. what we want. So the bragging rights, the solicitor, the doctor, you know, the accountant, yeah. whatever it is. But it's not mm-hmm. necessarily what we what we want. And it's not till we go mm-hmm. down. We've had we've had a bit of life, and we're doing this. We're going doing all the things. We're suddenly realizing, hang on a minute, do do I really want to be doing this? And and this for me came has mm-hmm. really come to the fore. Definitely during the uh, pandemic COVID periods where um, mm. we had a chance to stop, you know, breathe. Yes. Uh, we had a chance to yes. stop and breathe. And then women are also realising from our 40s, well, hang on a minute, I'm probably going to be working for the next 20, 25 years, mm. retirement ages. Is this really what I want to be doing? Yeah. You know, Absolutely. so it's a great time to be making yeah. those, ch- those changes. So yes. enough of me babbling on, enough of me babbling on, <laughs> Leonora. So what has been unique for you about pivoting, about making this change midlife? And this is, you know, what challenges or opportunities have been presented? I mean, um, I've had a varied background, as you know. And for me, initially, I saw that as a disadvantage because it's like, oh, if you're going to something new, somebody will say, well, you've done this, that and the other. Can you not stay, stick with something? I'm not sure if you would stick with this. And so why should I let you come in where, where you might um, just stay for a little while and go? So I used to think of that as a disadvantage. And I said, whoa, 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 stop. Mm. No. Mm. It just shows to me that you can turn your hands at several different things. Yes. And people like that. People like you to have a different experience and you've got different perspectives on different situations. So I began to turn things around mm. and saw that it actually was to my advantage that if I sat in some front of someone, I could say, well, actually, I've done this, that and that there and this, that and that there. And a driving force for me was that I wanted change. I yeah. wanted to do something that I was happy with. And so I was prepared to do that. And no matter what, as long as you can get up and you breathe, you yeah. can do it. Yeah, fabulous. I love that. I yeah. love that. So share with us, I suppose, a little tip. If someone's sitting here listening to us, listen to our conversation in Oran thinking, yeah. oh, man, you know, I wish I was brave enough to do that. What's maybe one piece of advice you'd share with, share with the woman thinking that? Like the Nike advert says, just do it. <laughs> JDI, absolutely. Just do it. We all have it within ourselves. Yeah. That inner resource that we can do it and it's just going on. You have that inner thought within yourself saying, maybe yeah. I can't, but that's just your subconscious mind telling you you can't do that. Yeah. Um, your emotional brain saying that you can't do this. And, you know, it's just like sticking to the status quo, like a comfortable pair of old slippers. You've done it before. It served you well. Keep on doing the same thing. But you come out of your comfort zone and say, you know what, this is what I want. Identify what that thing is. Yeah. And then just go for it and um, surround yourself with people that will support you because there's plenty of naysayers out there. Yeah. But um, you need to rise above that. 
Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And so, mm-hmm. so when you were making this change, when you embark on this reinvention, what you know, looking back now and thinking about it, what do you wish yeah. you had known when you started making this change, when you started your reinvention? Not to be too hard on myself, I think. Okay. And that things will work out in the end. Um, and to not compare and contrast yourself. Um, you know, I am enough. Yeah. Realizing and recognizing that I am enough. And if you believe that, then that's good. And then anybody else who don't, you know what? They can take a hike. Mm-hmm. You are enough. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so, what is it? What is it about um, when you said you, you at the beginning? I've lost my train of thought a little bit. Then, um, what is it mm-hmm. that you weren't sure about when you said you know you weren't enough? What What gave you that self doubt? What prompted that self doubt? I think, if I'm honest with myself, just um, comparing yourself to others. Um, people have journeys. People have different stories. And you always think when you're going through something that you're the only one. You know, I'm the only one suffering. I'm the only one that can't do it. And that person looks so good at what they're doing. They, you know, they're brilliant and I'm not. They have their own insecurities. They have their own fears about something that they can't do, which you might be brilliant at. But you, at the time you're going through it, you just think you're the only one in the world yeah, yeah, who's suffering. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, we've all been there. Yeah, yeah. It's that kind of self-doubt you have, right? And mm. it's just overcoming that and saying, no, that's not how it is. Stop that. I, yeah. call, I call that me, myself and I syndrome. Because there's only me going through it. Nobody can understand. It's only I, you know. But invariably, as you said, if you kind of tap the shoulder of the woman next to you, chances are they've experienced something just like you. And dare I say it, I sometimes say to my clients, yeah. you're not yeah. that special, you know, in the nicest possible way. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> you know, because somebody else yeah. has experienced what is it? Yeah, yeah. So, so Lenora, Lenora, let me ask you a question. What regrets mm-hmm. do you think you would have had if you hadn't gone for it, if you hadn't made that change, if you hadn't followed your gut and what, you know, your, what, your, your passion? Could you imagine? I think it would be not finding my calling um, because I genuinely, genuinely believe this is it. For me, this is my true calling and to have not found this and I've gone through I don't know a nine-to-five office job doing x y and z yeah. um I think to myself no that would have that would have dulled my senses I think mm, mm. yeah I can, I can I can hear yeah. I can hear that I can hear that so so yeah. so fantastic thank you for sharing that so you've been through a lot of change you've done a lot of things you've had a very yes. very career you talked about travel and stuff like that but the one thing I always like to oh, I always like to ask my guests is how has mm-hmm. failure made a positive difference in your life? Good question. Um, Recognising that we all do. Mm-hmm. And um, when it does happen, learn from it and don't be too hard on yourself. Be careful of the um, messaging that you give to yourself, because if you say something, you will be that thing that you say. Hmm. So it's also showing you um, that when you fail, that's 
several times it shows resilience it shows tenacity because you know what you just it really is true you get up you dust yourself down and you start all over again so what are you going to do just lie on the floor and say woe me woe me mm. no you do it again and you know you would thank yourself for that because you've got to go through the highs and lows life isn't perfect we all know that yeah. and it just really toughens you up when you have those um misadventures and misfortunes yeah 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 you want to share so, with us a failure you had that you kind of thought well, you'd never come back from <laughs> oh my gosh have you got all day uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, in the last um job i was in the last that was in actually it was quite a technical um role and I had to pass these um indie exams and I did I thought I would you know get through them at least the first or second time and I would fail and then I would fail and the thing was that the employers they, they paid for the exam the first two after that you're on your own right and I'll do them again and again and I just thought I what, what is happening here what I know I get and it kept on happening and it was to the exclusion of all else I'm just completely focused on that and then I'll fail and it had an impact on it had a, can't I do this it had an impact on the family they're like oh my gosh what are you doing yeah. leave it alone in our eyes you've passed because you've studied for this and you just missed it by a mark or two and when it was a mark mm. or two oh my gosh yeah. you know it's like my goodness I'm near and it was awful i look back on it now and i did i put through that yeah. eventually probably on about the sixth or seventh attempt wow. i passed it and i don't know if two three years now ago you heard this lightning and shouting and screaming in a far distance <laughs> when you turned around in your window that was me <laughs> when i passed it eventually it absolutely was awful but when I got it it was just like the best feeling but looking back on it now I wouldn't do that again I would yeah. not just don't put yourself with that it really yeah. put myself with the ringer to get through yeah 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 I can hear that I can hear that okay so mm. I wasn't very nice there asked to share your failure so let me be nice now and ask ask you <laughs> what has been your biggest career triumph I think if I'm honest, it's qualifying as a solicitor yeah. because um, that's a long, hard slog. And when I did it, um, it was really hard to get a training contract in those days. I mean, I think there's some colleagues of mine that I did it to this day, didn't get it. Yeah. Um, it was very difficult to pass the exams. The failure rate was 50%. So when you went into that hall of thousands of people, you knew that half the side was passing, half the side was not. You didn't know which yeah. side you were going to be in. I think that was the greatest triumph. Wow. Yeah. When you think about it, that yeah. point too, and you're sitting there, you know, what either side of me. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty special. That's pretty special. That's pretty special. Yeah. So yeah. well done. Well done, you. <laughs> so, Leonora, if you had to start over from scratch, knowing what yeah. you know now, what would you do differently? Yeah. Um, I think, I think, as I said before, not being too hard of myself. Mm. Um, you know, I can be my worstest critic. Yeah. Um, there's plenty of people out there that will do the job, so don't do it yourself. Um, and just take your time, 
take your time don't be so rushed consider things more carefully um and just you know have more positive affirmations each day because you know you are doing well you are coping well you are enough you've got this far you know just keep on telling yourself that instead of just rushing into this not really considering things properly being too hard on yourself if things don't work out properly saying that you're rubbish someone else is better than me why am I like oh my goodness whole host of things stop yeah 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 yeah. you know so you, you talked about the inner critic there, as I as I call her, the yeah. inner the inner mean girl. So, <laughs> what's your favourite way of dealing with with her, him, they um, when they when they pop up when they show up? I think um, the positive affirmations and having self belief. I'm in a better place now. When um, also doing hypnotherapy, uh, knowing that things don't always go according to plan. That's fine. That's life. Mm. you have been up there before you get there again just take your time take small steps because every little step is a success and you will get there it just might take a little longer but just have that belief yeah and you'll be fine fabulous yeah fabulous fabulous fabulous. so Lenora what advice would you share to any woman listening today about them embarking on their own career transition I think uh do your research. Do your research and find out what it is you want to do. And it's important. It's you, capital Y O U, yeah. not one, not what someone else is telling you yeah. you should do. Yeah. Find out what you want to do. Do your research and just do it. Mm. Don't have those regrets. Don't have those regrets. Oh, I wish I had. Because look at the the age that we live in. You can do almost anything. Yes. You can do all those anything now. Yeah. So there is no excuse, right? Yeah, so do it. So, so thinking on that, and you know, we've we've both done taken. I wouldn't say chances, but we've kind of gone for things that you know that other people may look on us and say, "Well, why do you do that?" But what do you think stops women, holds women back from going for their own goals? What do I want to? Yeah, I think quite a lot of things because um, you know let's be honest women have a large share of the responsibilities of the home and you know caring for parents they have financial constraints sometimes and a lack of confidence yeah. um, in doing things and their and, and in their abilities and self-belief I think all of these issues come to play when they and it stops them from proceeding and also you know we're very organized we've got the family you've got the kids and you keep on doing this year after year after year until you stop and think oh hold on I wanted to grow have my own wine region in the south of France or something and I didn't actually get to because you had all these things going on yeah um so it's a hard thing hard burden but it, it I think if you're focused and if you're determined you will get there but it does take a lot of planning to execute that but if it's what you want to do do it yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you touched on a little bit there about confidence. How do you navigate confidence issues? Um, by talking to myself, actually, <laughs> by saying, you've got this, yeah. you know, you've got this, you've been through so much already, yeah. that um, it's, it's not being facetious, or, you know, I'm holier than thou, or I know more than you, it's not that, it's just having that inner self-belief, yeah. that this is 
what I want to do. This is where I am. Yeah. And so this, I think it shows in when you, you speak to people that you know what you're talking about and you're happy about what you're doing. And yeah. so you're confident, right? Yeah. In doing yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But when yeah. you're doing in, in a role or in a career that you don't, be not sure about you not understanding it well if somebody asks you a question you're kind of shy away and you know mm. don't even want to answer so yeah it's that inner confidence comes mm. from self-belief and liking what you do mm. and I think and I think if you can't be if you can't believe in yourself how can you expect others to believe in you absolutely, you absolutely. Know, you know, especially if you want them to invest in you and stuff like absolutely. that you know, you've Absolutely. got to, you've got to believe that you can do it. Doesn't matter how yeah. how little bit. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. With the fact that yeah. you know, I'm fifty fifty, but you've got to have some yeah. belief, yeah. some self belief that you can that you can do it. So th yes. th thanks yeah. for that. Thanks for that. So, Leonora, mm. if you could choose your own mentor, who would it be and why? Are you free? <laughs> <laughs> Why for not? For a price, for a uh, price but... I always have. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. If I had to choose someone, um, there's so many people I admire I would like to work with, but if I have put on the spot, yeah. I'll probably say um, Oprah, Oprah Winfrey. Okay, she's a, she's, she's a very popular one. Her and Michelle, yes. always very popular. Oh, okay, really? Yeah, always, very, always very popular. Why Oprah? Yes because she's done so much and she came from such humble beginnings and it was so hard for her growing up and doing the things that and she she entered that well um that male dominated world and smashed it big time yeah yeah and for someone to do that at that time you're talking about 30 40 yes. years ago not now yeah yeah you yeah, know yeah yeah and i just think wow and um wow yeah. yeah, I mean they think, and, and the work she does now. Yeah, they think it's tough now. You know, yeah. I, I I certainly remember my career. Dare I say, forty years ago. Yes. I remember yeah. thinking, oh yeah, you are old enough to remember that, Janice. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, if I think about my career and some of the things that we had, you know, you had to, and I think yeah. at the time then you didn't really, you knew, but you didn't know. You know, you know there, there was so much you didn't know, but realised was happening. Yeah. But couldn't articulate what it was. Yeah. You know, yes. so yeah, yes. I, I, I agree yeah. with you. There's a, there's a, there's a lot more. There's a lot to the woman than them. I think more than what we just we, the more than what we just see. There's a lot more. There's a lot yes. More, there's a lot more. Yes, and and the thing is, given her status, I mean, I'm not even talking about the kind of the money she has and the yes. charitable thing that she does, but her status in American society, she still yeah has to prove herself i mean you know i don't know if you're aware of that story when she went to switzerland yeah. for the um summit and went into that shop yeah and they kind of looked at her so she's going to steal something not realizing that she can buy that shop out about 10 times yeah yeah it's oh it you know and i'm thinking still yeah and that's her yeah 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 <laughs> oh, boy so Crazy. we're coming down to our last few questions Leonora so, yeah, oh no <laughs> so tell me what are the three things you've learned about yourself during your career oh good question three things I would say is to uh, I'm driven okay. once I decide that I want to do something I will go after that um I'm very tenacious 
I won't let go. <laughs> I'll get there in the end. And resilience, because I have been knocked down so many times. Yeah. And I've got back up, really. I think if I had to pick one of the one, one of um, them out of the three, I'll say resilience. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. resilient, tenacious, and driven. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. We got. <laughs> we got that. And where, and typically, where would we find you on a Saturday morning at ten a.m. <laughs> With five children. In my bed. <laughs> <laughs> I need to recharge. I need to recharge. <laughs> yeah, it's it's gonna be there. I mean, um my son used to play football so I sometimes had to take him out for that. But no, but that was on a Sunday, but yeah. and Saturday, um I played but some swimming or whatever, but they stopped all that now. So yeah. I don't have to have that running. So yeah. now you find me in my bed at 10 a.m. on a Saturday. Excellent, excellent, excellent. <laughs> and my last official interviewee question, it, Lenore, okay. is what does success feel like to you? Again, another good question. Um, this is it. This is it. You're looking at it because it's been me. It's the 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 um, the kind of like um, not permission, but the the um, the ability to just be yourself. I think that's that's an incredible um, success and an achievement because so many times we hide or we're hidden, we're in roles or we're in office space or we're people that we don't like. We don't you know we don't want to really be there, but we feel that we have because we're on that trail, are um, in a privileged position of finding at la long last a stage in my life, but who cares, something that I want to do and something that I'm passionate about and something that I believe that I am good at and that I can help people. And I feel really um, cock-a-hoop about that. You know, I, I really do feel that I've been given this and, and it's my purpose to do this. So this is what success looks like for me. Fantastic. And for my US yeah. listeners, cock hoop means delighted. <laughs> <laughs> it's been funny. I've been listening to an English podcast that keeps giving, uh, that keeps giving US translation. So I just thought I'd add that in. So Lenora... <laughs> I'm Cocker Hoop to have had you on the podcast today. Do you want to tell my listeners how they can find out and find out more about what you do and connect with you? Yes, of course. I mean, I think um, by um, the first thing you can do is probably go to my website, which is um, www.leonora, which is spelled L-E-A-N-O-R-A, Bravo, bravo, hypnotherapy.com. So if you go on there, you find out all the services that I provide. Uh, you find my other contact details as well. And um, on LinkedIn and um, Instagram, it's all there. So Fabulous. if you go to the website, you find it there. Excellent. And I'll put, all the I'll put all the links in the show notes as well so people have access to oh, it. Perfect, yeah. So, yeah. Leonora, that was my last question. Thank you so much for being my guest on this week on This Woman Can.
Didn't I say it was another great interview? I really hoped you learned something from Leonora or had a few takeaways. I certainly did. The few things I was taking away is that embrace your true calling. You know, understand who you are. What Who you were yesterday doesn't necessarily be the person you'll be today. And you don't have to stay that person you were yesterday. You can change that. I love the fact that she changed her mindset and reframed the fact that she had had various career transitions and how she was worried about how it look how it look and see she you know she's not she's insta she's instable but the fact that she turned it to her advantage because it demonstrated her vers versatility i'd also go to add that it, it demonstrates she's not afraid to take a risk to make a change to do something different and i love the fact that she said Believe you believe you are enough because I can't keep saying enough to you, ladies, or whoever whoever listening, that you have more than you you're far capable than you actually give yourself credit for. I see it every day in the women I work with who come along thinking they can't do something in particular, but actually they've got these superpowers, they've got these skill sets. Often things have taken for granted because they think everybody can do them, or it comes so natural to them. And this is really the time for you to start looking at making that change. You're sitting there thinking, oh, I can't make that change. I'm too old. I'm too long in the tooth. I've put all this, I've invested all this time into a career. But what worth is it? How, how beneficial is it to you if it just makes you miserable, if it doesn't give you a spark, if it doesn't make you get out of bed in the morning, we're going to be doing this for a lot longer than we anticipated before because we're living longer. We're here longer. So shouldn't you be doing something you really, really enjoy? It's a question to you this week. For me, I know the transition is not always easy, but I know it's definitely worth it. I'm speaking from experience. I have been a corporate CEO for many, many years, a corporate leader for many years, and then decided that's not right for me. It's no longer fits with my values, where I want to go, what I want to do with my life. So I made that change. I gave it up. I became an entrepreneur, became a career strategist. And it hasn't been without its challenges. I'm not going to say that it's not been all a bed of roses, but I have learned so much about myself along the way. I'm so content. That's the word content with who I am. I'm so pleased that I get to show up as myself every single day in what I do. And I genuinely enjoy it. So that's it for this week. If you have liked what you've heard, don't keep it to yourself. Share it with somebody else. Share it with your colleague or your friend next to you just to have a listen. Leave a review wherever you're listening to the podcast right now because that's how I get more people to hear about it. Connect with me on all the socials. I am Janice Sutherland. You already know that Instagram and LinkedIn are my happy places. But you can also visit my website, JanniceSutherland.com, for more information and how I can help you if you're considering your career or even just changing in life. And you're thinking, where do I go next? What do I do next? You can book an informal chat with me and then we can take it from there. But don't just sit down there worrying about what to do next. Do something about it. As Leonora said, if it doesn't fit, change it. 
Simple if it doesn't fit changing. So I'll leave it with you this week. Always remember, if I can, you can, this woman can. Take care until next time.